0: Hello,
1: and Johnny.
2: Yes, sir. We are all here. We're happy. We're smiling. We're living. We're laughing. We're loving.
1: <laughs> yes. Okay. So uh, it has been not one, not two, but two and a half weeks since we've released an episode previously. <laughs> um, basically three weeks since we recorded. And I believe we have many things to discuss and maybe a rant or two in the chamber for at least one of the things.
2: (laughs) Which will be (laughs) Greg-inspired. I
0: I,
1: I believe Greg did see this movie with me in theaters, so the (laughs) sequel that was announced 14 years later, I'm pretty sure he has as much of a bitch about as I do. I don't
0: really care about it.
1: Oh, you used to. Whatever. Anyway, mm-hmm. moving on.
0: I used to, but I got over it. Now they're making a sequel to it. F it.
1: Yep. Anyway, we'll get into it. Gentlemen, how has the last two thirds of a month been for you?
0: <laughs> Go for it, Greg. <laughs> it's been fine. You know, it's working, Sleeping. Trying to find something to watch. <laughs> what, what it's been. But it's I'm been pretty
2: slim pickings the, the last month or so. Yeah. Uh,
1: Johnny, anything that you have uh, to do?
2: Well, we're definitely not watching spring training baseball. I can tell you that
1: much. Okay, that's on the list of things that we're going to talk
2: about. I know. I'm just preempting it. Just letting you know. You know what really grinds my gears? We're going Family Guy route today. <laughs> um, no watching. We've we finished Yellowstone. We started and finished season one of eighteen eighty three, which is the prequel series to Yellowstone. Uh, that's pretty much been it, to be honest with you. And I convinced my lovely bride to watch Problem Child for the first time ever this oh week. Oh my god! Uh, oh yes. I was feeling some John Ritter content. I missed him. I don't know why. So we watched Problem Child.
1: You couldn't have just found, like, eight simple rules to date my t- teenage daughter, or...
2: Uh, no, I wanted to watch something good.
1: I can't think of the name of the other TV show he was in. Three's Company? Yeah, Three's Company.
2: <laughs> he was also in Bad Santa. He played the mall supervisor. Yeah. No, and I wanted he to watch Problem was also in the Child one with
1: the... Uh... With the devil and their remote control,
2: Ben Healy. I, I needed some Ben Healy wholesomeness, and Michael Richards as <laughs> Mitch, Mike, Mitch Beck, the Bow Tie Killer. <laughs> and I think this actually. What year did Seinfeld start? Ninety or eighty nine. Mm.
1: No, I thought it was like 91 or 92.
2: Okay, so this would have been Michael Richards before Kramer, is what it was.
1: Yeah, it was 89. You're right, it was 89. Okay. I didn't think it went uh, that many seasons, but I'm wrong.
2: Okay. Well, nope, that's, uh, that's something that we actually checked out this week, and... that's That's really it, man. I mean, your reason for not being able to podcast was much better than our reasons, which are also your reason. <laughs> so, nope, it was pretty low-key. Didn't really do a whole lot, guys.
1: Okay. That's not not a bad thing. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. I My allergies have been going nuts. It actually kind of killed me because like my allergies were going nuts before I went to Florida. And then I got to Florida, and they were like, Oh, this is very nice. This weather, okay. And they basically just kind of let me be. Yeah. <clears throat> like, I would I would sneeze every once in a while, but that was, a, that was like, the end of it. And then, like, the minute I got back from Florida, my nose was just like, you're stuffy from now on. <laughs> so, it kind of sucks. Um, I have taken my allergy medication for the day. I'm just waiting for it to kick in, so if I sound stuffy or weird uh for the first little bit of this podcast it's that and yes uh for whoever's out there listening thinking he was in florida he should test for yeah i already did
2: (laughs) covid covid
1: yeah i i (laughs) i I got back that first day and my nose was immediately stuffing and i was like well I was at Epcot on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it's Monday, that's about the gestation period. Okay, let's go ahead and do this. Give me a Q-tip to shove up my nose.
2: That sounds just awesome, Richard. It's
1: it's (laughs) not fun. Have you ever actually been COVID tested?
2: Uh, How many times? I think we've done it three or four times now. Okay. I'm a seasoned veteran at this point. Yeah. I'm just like, let's go. It's, you know, it's ram it up there. Give my brain a tickle. Yeah.
0: <laughs> did, did you get the one that has like the metal bar, the metal thing you put up there? What? Haven't done that one yet? Or it scrapes your nose?
1: <laughs> no, I've never seen one that's scrapes. I mean, I've taken a lot of tests because at, at at this point, like I'm someone that deals with a lot of allergies and a lot of stuff like that. And also, I have a kid in school, so she's constantly sick. (laughs) Um, So I've taken a lot of tests. I've never seen one that scrapes your nose. That's uh, quite frankly, some of the more terrifying words I've ever heard.
0: (laughs) It's it's a very thin piece of metal with that, not a Q tip on the side. It's like the, um, it's almost like a match tip. Yeah, I had to do that for
2: work. Greg, did you wake up in a bathtub full of ice too? Do you have both kidneys still?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. That sounds like some that sounds like some ancient Egypt prep for mummification stuff right there, where they used to use like the the knitting hook needle and like liquefy the brain to drain it out so they could mummify the body properly. I'm not into that. That sounds awful, man. Was that a yeah, rapid? Was that a rapid or like the regular?
0: It was a 24-hour test.
1: Okay. So, regular.
0: Yeah. It
2: That's was required cr- for work. That's crazy, man. No. I'm
1: taking I'm regular tests probably. Like I, I mean, the 24-hour ones, the ones you have to go to the doctor for. I want to say probably about five times. I've never seen that. That's weird. <laughs> uh, anyway, enough about COVID tests.
2: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm horrified right now. I don't want to talk about... Th- I don't ever want to talk about this again.
0: <laughs> uh, you put it up your nose, you start moving it, and your eyes start instantly watering. Oh, no. No, you I don't do think 50, I will. 15 seconds in each nostril.
1: Yeah, that's the, the 15 seconds in each nostril and putting it up your nose far enough for your eyes to water isn't that wrong. Dude, I still remember the first time I got one. The dude shoved it up my nose, and I just was not expecting it, and someone else was doing it. (laughs) And I was just like, Whoa! Like, he the the man could have led me off a cliff at that point, and I would have just done it because that's how far he was up my nose with that thing.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Feel like he should have taken you for a drink first, or what?
1: It was just like, What? This this feels really weird in a terrible (laughs) way.
2: Uh, that's good that's good shit pal that's good shit
1: (laughs) so Uh, anyway uh, yeah so uh, we went to Disney World Uh, we were gone basically Friday to the next Sunday which is why we went two full weeks without releasing a new podcast yep Um, so let's talk about that a little bit Um, it was a good time overall um (laughs) We went to Disney's Hollywood Studios and then the Magic Kingdom on one day. Uh, We went to Universal Studios, not the Islands of Adventure, just Universal Studios on another day. Right. And then we went to Epcot and the Magic Kingdom on the last day. Uh, One thing I'll say, so as a kid, I always wanted to go to Epcot because, you know, they always advertise like these high-tech futuristic rides and they always had the pictures of the ball and stuff like that. And it was like, man, Epcot looks really cool. Yeah. And my parents were always just like, Epcot sucks. We're never going. <laughs> and so we've never been to Epcot as a family. Right. Uh, and that that's basically been where it stood. However... The first time that Amy and I and Julie went was like eight years ago. Julie was nine months old. Yeah. And we I, we bought a park hopper and we did um, this massive, stupid, insane day where we started our day off at Hollywood Studios. We went to and park hopped to Epcot. And then we had, um, at that point in time, they used to do it for all Disney resorts. If you stayed at a Disney resort, you got ex- extra magic hours. Okay. And the magic hours for that day were the Magic Kingdom was supposed to close at 11 p.m. And didn't. if you were a, at a Disney resort, you got to stay in there until 1 a.m. So we got to Hollywood Studios at Open, went to all the places, and then stayed at Magic Kingdom. Until 1 a.m. with a nine month old, just running from princess to princess, getting her pictures taken, and that's still by far my favorite Disney trip because she's nine months old. She doesn't really have to say in anything. Yeah, like she she just she sleeps in the stroller at some points. You know, oh, she's awake. Cool, let's go take her to see Rapunzel, and then she would like she would just marvel at everything that was around her. Did she know she was marveling at Rapunzel? No. But she sees this blonde woman with this giant mane of hair next to her and flowers in it. And she's just like, ah! <laughs> uh, but yeah, Epcot's fantastic. Uh, especially if you are an adult who likes to eat or drink. Uh, the world showcase is outstanding they bring in chefs from around the world like if you're in the italian area they have italian chefs Mm -hmm. if you're in the moroccan area they have moroccan chefs they bring in beers and wines and alcohols from around the world so same thing like if you're in the moroccan area you will get a beer that's actually what they drink in morocco right but it's just, it's it's so damn good. Like, you, you know, you walk out of a place and you're like, oh, look, there's Italy right next door. I guess we're having Italian for lunch. And you go into the Italian place and you sit down, you have a beautiful meal and you're just like, hell yeah. And then you walk out of there and you're like, oh, look, there's Mexico. I guess we're going to go get some cervezas. Let's go. <laughs> so, uh, huge recommend. On Epcot. Yeah. Um, We did go out of our way to ride Remy's Ratatouille Adventure in Epcot. Okay. uh, Which was a lot of fun. It is the new ride for this year. Uh, We also rode the uh, new ride from two years ago at Hollywood Studios, which was Mickey's and Minnie's Runaway Railway, uh, which was also a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. So, if you're heading to Disney uh, in the near future, don't skip Epcot because you heard it's not cool because it is freaking amazing.
2: I thought it was pretty awesome when we went. When I was a kid, that was the first portion of the park that we actually went to. Um And even then, like, it was still eh, pretty damn cool, man. I mean, it's definitely different than anything else you find at Disney, but I, I thought it was awesome. So, it seems like, and it's appeared to be that Jules also had a fantastic time while you guys were
1: there. Yeah, Julie Julie likes Epcot quite a bit as well. Um the only downside to Epcot is it is by far the biggest like physical park. So when you start walking around Epcot like I I messaged you my uh watch band for the day. Uh between Epcot and Magic Kingdom we walked 10 miles.
2: No, I was, so I was laughing because I was like, 28K, right? 28,000 is what you are at that day. (laughs) I don't think I've gotten 28K this week. So I'm sure Greg's like, I mean, 2.8, maybe. That's 2.8, 2.8. I got about (laughs) 2.8.
0: I got like, what was it? Last week or last week I had, I got 14,000 a few times.
2: Yeah. That's probably where I'm right? at between walking between the two locations for work myself as well. It's
0: uh, when I'm at work, I do. When I'm at home. It's like
2: two thousand. Yeah, you managed to get like the fifteen k or whatever, and I'm pretty sure I'm I'm somewhere between fifteen and twenty on the days that I'm working between both locations because I get anywhere from three to three and three quarters mile covered just walking with clients, moving around the floor, stuff like that, and then walking between locations. Um, I've even just, like, now I know if I've gotten enough steps that day because I know what it feels like when I get home and how sore my feet are. So it's 28, man. My feet, I'd just be sitting there with a bucket of ice, both feet in. That would be it. And I'm sure you were probably sitting there like, that actually sounds like a really good idea.
1: Yeah. (laughs) um, It was – I ended up coming up with a song to the tune of uh The Proclaimers 500 Miles. <laughs> uh and I will walk 10 miles and I will walk not a mile more. <laughs> when this 10th mile is over, I better be on a bed or I'll be on the fucking floor. <laughs> good for you. I'm glad you got a good mind about it because it was dude, it was rough at the end there. It yeah. was really really rough. Yeah. Well, you so, did it. It's all that matters, bud. Uh, biggest, biggest mistake, doing that the day before we had to drive home. Yes. Yeah, yeah. that was probably a terrible idea. Yeah. Well, it, it came down to, like, the way our vacation lined up and wanting to hit three parks in basically four days, and it was just a mistake. Big mistake. But a good time overall.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, I apologize. I keep I keep having to cut myself out from here because we have a uh, very vocal void kitty that likes to make sure that when Ashley's on a work call or I'm on the podcast that he's letting us know his opinions on all subjects that we are covering in those calls.
1: I'm hungry. That's my opinion.
2: (laughs) It's, yeah, you literally, it's literally having a cat is like having the kid hang around
1: and just yell at you. Yeah, it's, I've said it often, but like animals in a lot of ways are like having like, like a two-year-old. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> Maybe 3 year old. Yeah. Like it like they start off like a newborn where like you're not sure what they want and they're pooping and peeing everywhere and they don't sleep right.
2: It's like the roommate you had in college that just wouldn't stop drinking. Same behaviors happening on a consistent basis.
1: But yeah, but they they pretty quickly they stop the peeing and pooping everywhere and you can generally tell what they want. You had such better Roommates in college. <laughs> I didn't have a roommate in college. I lived by myself.
2: Well, that's... Maybe that's the error of my ways. I also didn't graduate college till I was 30, so... Yeah, I think we were in the same range. Um, yeah. Well, that's good, man. I mean, it was... It looked like the place where you guys got to stay was pretty beautiful. I know you didn't get to have the poutine that you wanted, which was... Very unsettling to me because I feel like with that level of menu and items and options, you should have at least had two or three.
1: Yeah, well, it just comes down to like, it's really funny, like Julie, Julie, at one point when we had been there, I think it was our third day in Orlando. She was complaining that like she was trying to pick out dinner and we were like, no, you always pick out dinner. Yeah, And she was like, no, I want to have a say. And we were like, dude, we've been in Orlando for three days and we've yeah. gone to a restaurant called T-Rex themed off of dinosaurs <laughs> and Rainforest Cafe. And you'll never guess who picked both of those places. You. No, definitely her. <laughs> and then she just kind of shut up about it because she was like, yeah, okay, I, that's a valid point. Oh, right. Um, yeah, it's, it. I don't know. Like, I actually, I really do enjoy my time in Orlando. Like, yep. it's, it is a, it is obviously, like, one big tourist trap. Yes. But it's a tourist trap that I can get behind. Yeah. So, that being said, we've talked way more than enough time about my vacation. <laughs> and we've talked about very little else. So let's talk about a more fun subject like baseball's on lockout.
0: Nice. I don't have to talk on this one either. Thanks. <laughs> I hate
1: okay. it. Hey, you're the one that brought it up and you were like, we should talk about baseball.
2: I know. Doesn't make it any
1: easier. <laughs> um, if you want to hear the really funny part. So while I was in Orlando, I got an email from the Cincinnati Reds that I won the ability to purchase Opening day tickets. Um, The funny part about that being, I didn't sign up this year. Like, I didn't even see the sign up this year. (laughs) So I have no idea how they picked my name out as someone who got to purchase opening day tickets. But I was just like, "Mm, Evan, this lockout's not going to go that long.
2: Uncle Bob's on his bullshit.
1: So we bought opening day tickets. (laughs) Uh, for a series that has now been canceled.
2: Ah, Richard, have Uh, you not listened to me at any point in the last five months? (laughs) I told you this season was not starting before May 1st.
1: Well, the Reds have already sent us an email that says, in so many words, um, you're going to open your day no matter what, and don't worry about it. Whenever the game is, we'll honor those tickets. And I think what it comes down to is they don't expect anyone to be there. In any April series, basically. Yep. Uh, Because that's how April is in a town's cold weather. Like, you know, you go to an April (coughs) businessman special. And there's no one there. So they know that they can run a Wednesday opening day on April 15th or whatever. And no one's going to give a shit. And they can just pack the stadium with all the opening day fans anyway. Yep. Um, I, think I, I,
2: gonna, I think they're going to. I think they're going to lose most of their fans after this. Again, man, look at what happened last time. It's it, they are. <sighs> baseball cannot afford to go through another completely lost season.
1: Oh no, they're not going to go through a completely lost season. I. I think everyone involved knows that. That is a really stupid play. Um, you know, looking back at the 94 strike, uh, 94 to 95 strike, there were a lot more reasons that that occurred and that that we ended up losing the world series that year than just trying to institute a salary cap. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't believe that we're going to see anything happen this year that's going to put us in that same boat uh, that being said when will this end I don't know it's it's honestly it's really frustrating to me that we are where we are with this um, because quite frankly it's not that hard like they're not that far apart on any of this stuff. So it's this gamesmanship of being like, well, we're going to go ahead and cancel the first two seasons or series of the season. And, well, we're not even going to bother with um with responding to your proposal and all this other shit. It's just like, dude, gotta stop being assholes and just sit down and work on this.
2: I don't think we're seeing baseball before
1: May. Uh, you may be right, but I don't think it goes much past that. But we'll see, I don't know I, I know that whenever whenever they come to a deal, uh, I think it'll be a lot shorter spring training that they'll end up doing. yeah, in order to get games in pretty much immediately.
2: I just I don't know man, I don't know i'm I'm not as confident as you seem to be. We'll see what happens.
1: And I know my confidence is entirely misplaced because I thought we were going to come to a deal on Monday. No. No. Nope. Nope. We're not getting any of it. We'll see.
2: I don't know. It's. I don't know, man. I'm. I'm approaching Greg levels of dissatisfaction with the way baseball's handling a lot of these labor disputes. And I mean, how many is that we've gone through now? Three. Where we've lost baseball?
1: No. Oh, you talking about twenty twenty?
2: Yeah. I don't, dude. That was owners. Don't tell me it wasn't owners that elicited that lost time because well, it was right.
1: But we were going to end up with lost time anyway because the season wasn't starting on time because of COVID. Uh,
2: I. It's it was another negotiation that didn't go in their favor, and so I am going to chalk that up. It's I don't know I don't know it's really tough because I I love the sport and I can't imagine trying to get into it now and seeing the way that it's been run the last couple of years I don't know I you know the more time goes on the more I realize Magneto was right about what <laughs> humanity. Ah. <laughs> Um, from one disappointment to another, there was a development this week about a franchise that both you and Greg seem to have mixed emotions on. Care to, uh, touch in on that?
1: Are we speaking about I Am Legend?
2: Why, yes, I am. Thank you very much. But no, we were talking about the movie that stars Will, I almost said Will Ferrell. That ain't it. Will Smith.
1: So Greg and I saw I Am Legend in theaters. On its opening night at midnight. Specifically because it was showing a seven minute IMAX preview of the dark night ahead of it. Yes. That's uh it of that sh- movie. Yep. It showed the opening scene with uh the Joker carrying the mask and robbing the bank with uh William Fichtner So good. So we went and saw it, like, and the dude working the ticket counter looks at us and goes, just so you know, you can't watch the dark night scene and then come out and get a refund.
2: Pretty sure that's not how that works. And pretty sure they would have no way to prove that's why you left.
1: And I'm just, we're just like, okay. Did not even cross our minds that that was a warning. So we went and saw it, and we both looked at each other when it was over and went, what the hell was that? That is legitimately—I don't even know how to put it. Like, I just hated that movie. I I flat out hated that movie. Uh, The ending was such incredible garbage. Greg, do you have thoughts on I Am Legend?
0: Oh, you you felt my thoughts back then. It's already out of my memory now. I'm like, I don't care about the movie. I love Will Smith, but come on. That was some doo-doo movie. I was like, hey, let's make some more doo-doo.
1: So when they announced that We Are Legend, a sequel movie starring Will Smith and Michael B. Jordan is in development. I was more than a little bit floored. Um, It was called We Are Legend, right?
0: It needs to be... Well, yeah, who knows?
1: What I don't understand the most about this is he died at the end of the movie. Rulers. It's a fifteen-year-old movie. I think I can do this. I just, I, I, I don't understand it. Like I, I, I don't understand how. I don't know. I, I guess they'll see when they when they figure out a way to bring him back. But it's it just this is like a dude. story
0: about his son dying. <laughs> how, how he became the only one.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird to me, though. It really is. Like, the fact that 15 years later, they were like, okay, we're going to do an I Am Legend sequel. And we're bringing back Will Smith and the original writer. I, I don't know. The only thing it has
0: going for it is it has Michael B. Jordan in it. Yeah. I love him as an actor, so...
1: that that's going to be a movie that I hate watch.
0: Yeah. Maybe maybe it changes my mind on I am legend original. I have no idea,
1: but I doubt it. Okay. Let's talk about some things that I didn't hate watch last night, 1030 at night showcase cinema Springdale. I watched the Batman. Now Johnny is currently muting his speakers because he doesn't want to hear all the spoilers. I'm going to give out like crazy.
0: It's the Batman.
1: Um, let's, no, let, let guess, let's,
0: Batman's in it.
1: So Spoiler. I, I, I will not, uh, I will not give out a bunch of spoilers. It is way too soon. It has been less than 24 hours, uh, since it officially released. um, So I will just give my basic review with no spoilers whatsoever. Um, It was a really good movie. Uh, It was a really good Batman movie. Um, It was also way too long. Um, And it's a movie where so much stuff happens in it that at its two hour and 56 minute runtime... Uh, it feels closer to like five hours because every time you turn around, something else is happening. Um, if you are on the fence about seeing it or considering seeing it, I would say go ahead. You will probably end up liking it. Uh, I will not go into any further Information than that because I don't want to spoil anything for either Johnny or Greg or any of the other people uh, who might be listening to this and considering going to see the Batman in theaters. Uh, I'm not sending a message to Johnny because he has still muted, and I don't know how we're going to get him back on the podcast because he is afraid of spoilers. He's not even looking at his computer to see me sending messages saying, come back. Okay, let's talk about all the worst things about Canada now. Uh, First off, poutine, overrated. Maple syrup, overrated. (laughs) The seas of beans and weenies, overrated. I think we might have Johnny back.
2: Shit-talking oh, Canada. I, I, to I heard all that nonsense and mess. So you need to go to church tomorrow and talk to that man in that wooden box.
0: <laughs> you
2: better hope he yeah. forgives you because I sure shit ain't going to do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: you shit uh, talk
1: maple syrup, you son of a bitch. <laughs>
2: well, then you're going to have to contend with Ashley. You talk shit about maple syrup. It's going to be a scene from Letterkenny. If you got a problem with maple syrup, you got a problem with me, and I suggest you let that marinate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love letter kinning. Should... <sighs> um,
2: okay, now that you're done talking about Batman and I didn't have to hear any of the nonsense
0: that you had to say about I, it. I
1: legitimately did not give a single spoiler.
0: Don't care. <laughs> Other than they brought Heath Ledger back.
2: <laughs> that would be <laughs> smelling... <Sorry. laughs>
0: I'm just, that's obviously a troll. I have no idea. I haven't seen the movie. If he's in that movie, Richard, please just.
2: Michelle Williams just out a lawsuit.
1: <laughs> I, uh.
2: Be smirching.
1: I, I, I used to do that to Greg. I would call him with obvious troll spoilers. Yeah. He'd get so annoyed at me.
2: <laughs> um. There's only a couple more things we do want to talk about today, Greg. I know you don't want to talk much about it, but how many interested parties in the sale
0: of Chelsea right now? Lots. I've heard, I mean, the numbers are running around between 10 and 15. Okay. Which is kind of, if you think about it, kind of crazy because he's going to want 3 to $4 billion for the team. Yeah. That's a lot of money to spend on the Inks Premier League team. But see what it'll happens. It'll be
2: interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see how the sale goes and exactly who is stepping up and who's taking over. Because I mean, it's there's not too many people that can afford to buy anything for that amount of money. I'd be curious to see whomst on the planet can.
1: Yeah, I mean, the thing is there are, shockingly enough, plenty of people who can put together three to four billion dollars to buy uh, a team. Um, it will be interesting to see what ends up happening, though, because <coughs> excuse me, there aren't that many teams that go for that much money. And it wouldn't shock me to see the parties that get shut out uh, end up making plays for other sports franchises.
2: Elon Musk, owner of Chelsea football club. Definitely. God, no. <laughs> oh man. Well, I know Greg, you don't want to talk about it a lot. Cause I know it's probably like just super frustrating, especially given the quality of performance that team has exhibited over the years. So it's, uh, it'll be interesting to see once the sale comes, goes through, we'll, uh, We'll touch on it again and get your feelings on it and what you think it means for the future of the club as well. Yeah. Um, Was there anything else we did discuss wanting to touch
1: on this week? Uh, Yeah. Uh, I watched The King's Man. Oh, no. Um, And it's on HBO Max now, which is honestly the only reason I watched it. Um, I loved the first Kingsman movie and for whatever reason, I just never got around to watching the golden circle. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Kingsman, uh, now being available on HBO max kind of made it a, just click on, set it and forget it. Um, so I'll sit, I'll just say if you are someone that liked the first Kingsman movie, there's a good chance you'll like this. It has a very similar look and feel to it. Uh, It is set during World War I, uh, so it is obviously a bit different. Uh, There's actually, there's a point where it kind of cracks me up a little bit. Uh, You know, how they always talk about gadgets and stuff like that in these types of movies. Uh, One of the main characters pulls out a parachute and explains it to the other people. Um... But yeah, uh, Ray Fiennes uh, played the uh, main character in it, and he did a really good job. So if you uh, if you did like the other two Kingsman movies, you'll probably like this well enough. So uh, if it pops up on uh, you know HBO Max, if you have it, or uh, you know your friend's Plex server, uh, it's probably worth uh, clicking on, and giving it a watch.
2: I don't know what you're talking about relating to a Plex server. I have no knowledge, and I allegedly have never watched anything on a Plex media server.
1: So, anyway, Greg, anything else you want to talk about, buddy?
0: Mm,
1: No. Okay, Greg, I'm going to go ahead and give you an out here. Uh, Johnny and I are about to talk about wrestling, and this is going to be the last thing we talk about.
0: Okay,
2: muting.
1: Okay. Or,
2: Or can we tell Greg that there's also everything bagel flavored ice cream coming out with jenny's this month
0: uh i've already gotten jenny's a like a tweet i made about that
2: look at you you freaking mark
0: yeah (laughs) because james Gunn posted it and i retweeted it and added jenny's
2: nice okay okay so i think that's something the three of us are interested in and he's gone (laughs) yep he did not even want to flirt with just the tip of wrestling talk Okay, so. uh, very briefly, do you have the match, the card lineup sitting there? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's a lie. So we're uh. in the process of bringing this up right now. Um, it is a pretty solid card. It'll be interesting to see how the buy-in goes. I believe Jade and Ty Conti are on the buy-in this time.
1: Yeah, they... I,
2: I don't think their main card.
1: I don't have the card for the buy-in. I don't have it broken down like that. Okay, that's fine. Uh, I do know that Hook and QT Marshall are on the buy-in, because I remember that. Right, that's and the one. And I believe Layla Hirsch and Chris Statlander are on the buy-in. Okay,
2: so that means Jaden... Oh, Tyler here we on go. And... Yeah,
1: I do have the card. And then House of Black versus Death Triangle is on the buy-in.
2: Okay. Wait, who's the third member of Death Triangle?
1: Eric Redbeard.
2: Oh, for real?
1: Yep came out last
2: night. Huh. All right. I'm into it.
1: Uh, And then, yeah, you've got uh, in the main card, you have Jade Cargill versus Ty Conti. The AHFO versus Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara, and Sting. Yep. Jurassic Express versus Red Dragon versus the Young Bucks. Uh, Moxley versus Danielson. Jericho versus Kingston. Uh, the Face of the Revolution ladder match. Uh, brick versus Thunder. Punk versus MJF. And Page versus Cole.
2: What a card, man.
1: It is a legitimately good card. Like, this is... You know, when you look at a, a, a card for a pay-per-view, you're usually like, well, you know, as long as this match and this match delivers, you got a really good card on your hands. Yep. Yeah you half of these matches could be absolute stinkers and you still have a very good chance at getting like three to four absolute classics out of this.
2: Yeah. Um, let's just go ahead and give our most anticipated match for the card and what you think is going to happen in the main event.
1: Uh, most anticipated match honestly is Jericho versus Kingston. Okay. All right. Uh, I, I'm, I really want to see Punk versus MJF, but I didn't want to say the same thing you're going to say.
2: Uh, then you're going to be wrong. Uh,
1: and I, mean, I really, really want to see Moxley versus Danielson also. Yeah. But I i mean, I've only really known who Eddie Kingston is for like two years now. Yep. Um, but I've really, really grown to like Eddie Kingston. And my biggest issue with him is Eddie never wins the big one. He comes out, he gives these amazing promos, he you know, gets into these great high profile feuds, and then he takes a pin. Yep. Uh, I think that changes this week. Okay. I think Kingston wins. And I think that's gonna be massive for him.
2: Yeah. Okay. And your pick for the main event?
1: Uh oh, hanger chains.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm of the same mind. I don't I it's I don't think I don't think anyone takes the title off of him until it's MJF.
1: I don't quite know about that for sure. Um, but I I do think it's a little early. I think that we're probably looking at more like uh, double or nothing. Mm, I'm going to say all out. I don't... I, I don't know how to say this exactly without sounding like a complaint because it's really not, but I think AEW needs to normalize a little bit shorter title reigns. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying that like, I'm not saying that they need to be like 1999 raw or 2000 WCW where they have like 24 champions in a year. But There's a lot of times that you look at a guy and you're like, wow, that dude should already have been champion by now. And it's like, well, yeah, that's a great idea, but you're only on your fourth champion and it's been three years. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, no, I think it's, I think you'll start to see that change around a little bit because I feel like their main event echelon talent is now rounding into form. And I think with the ending of certain contracts and new talent coming in, I think you're starting to see a bit of a, it is a vastly different roster compared to the first episode of Dynamite and what right. they had on staff, but I think it's a good change, and I think it's a more diverse roster than it's ever been. Um, I mean, So, yeah, I'm going to agree with you. I will say Paige retains, but I think my most anticipated match, for the very reason I just mentioned, is going to be the Face of the Revolution ladder match. Okay. I think you got guys like – you have guys in that match – Dude, that it's you know between Hobbs and Keith Lee alone, then you throw Wardlow orange Cassidy into the mix. Yeah, it's that that match, and you got a guy that can like lead the rest of them the way that Keith Lee did with a couple ladder matches that he had with NXT. I think you're gonna see some stuff we haven't seen with the face with ladder matches in AEW previously. I think it's gonna have potential match of the night. All over it, uh, my second most, is actually going to be Britt versus Rosa, part two.
1: Yeah, no, that's um, that's a really big match, and I think Rosa takes that. We'll see. She's hurt,
2: so I don't know what uh, that's going to indicate. She told Sof- they... Sean
1: Ross Sapp that she is not hurt. Of course she... she's going to tell people that.
2: <laughs> well, professional wrestlers are not going to be like, yeah, I'm injured, because then it's going to give you an easy out. Well, like, things didn't, it's... That's where like real and kayfabe kind of blend too much together for me. Like I believe nothing about when they say that ahead of a huge match.
1: Right. But he supposedly reached out to other people as well. And they were like, no, she's not hurt. I don't know where that came from. All
2: right. Well, we'll see. Um, Yep. I think that's kind of where I'm at. I think Britt retains anyway. I think Paige retains. I think the tag titles change hands because I don't think Jurassic Express has done anything with them since getting them. And I know it was a last second decision after Ray got hurt. Um, I don't know. I've I've not... There's This tag run has done nothing for me. So I am hopefully going to see Red Dragon take the titles at the expense of the Young Bucks.
1: I would like to see Red Dragon also take it. Um, I don't know. I was just looking at the at this card, and legitimately, there are like ten to twelve guys working this card who could be in a championship match taking the championship, and it wouldn't feel out of place, yeah, and yeah. that's quite frankly kind of insane, and that's why I would like to see them work their way towards again not two thousand w c w but shorter title reigns, yeah.
2: Well, we'll see what happens. I'm excited to uh, talk about it next week and kind of see how things went with the card. Um, it is even the buy-in. I mean, that's that's a hell of a curtain jerk, man. You're getting hook to come out. That crowd is going to be hot all night after yeah. that one. Yeah. So hopefully they've got it in an order that makes sense and it keeps everyone engaged. I think jade Ty is going to be a bit of a blow-off match just to let people kind of get ready for the next one coming in. But total honesty... I I don't think there's much of a gap between the Jade match and the Brit match. We'll see how those go. Um, anything else you want to touch on before we wrap this up?
1: <coughs> I, I'm curious how that Jade tie match goes. Um, what's that? Squash. I don't think so.
2: And then Anna Jay comes in to try and intervene or help out, and that sets up the next... The next little feud that I think Jade has for a couple months.
1: I don't know. i i I feel like I feel like Ty is actually the the seen as the better performer of those two. Um, I I don't know. I I would not be shocked if Ty takes that. I don't think she will. Yeah. But I don't know what the I don't know what the long term goal is for Jade. Uh, with that TBS championship, I mean, she's on an undefeated streak already. I, I don't know if the goal is to move her up to the heavyweight title or what, but at some point, she's got to lose the TBS championship, she can't hold it forever.
2: Tony Storm, we'll see.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I guess, I guess we'll see. I, like I said, yeah. I, I, I feel like there's a chance that she ends up losing that, but yeah, yeah.
2: Nope, I think it's going to be a good card, It'll be a good night, good pay-per-view, and uh, looks like it could potentially on paper be one of their best shows that they've had to date, so we'll see what happens. Um, do we want to bring Greg back in, if he can still hear us? He's probably muted, disconnected. I, Greg's oh, probably hey! hey. Mm-hmm. There he is. He was, having, he was listening the whole time. He was enjoying
1: it. Right. He was, he was going on to Bleacher Report Live and ordering Revolution.
2: He was going on Twitter to complain about it, and if people want to see how you were complaining about the fact we were talking about wrestling again on the podcast, Greg, how can they get a hold of you?
0: At Roe Gregory.
2: And Richard, if they want to contact you to let you know that they loved I Am
1: Legend and they're looking
2: forward to the second film in the franchise? Uh,
1: They can just take that trash take and put it right in the garbage where it belongs.
2: <laughs> and if you want to tell me or ask me how to get a hold of Richard so you can tell him he's still wrong, you can contact me on Twitter through the at versus podcast, followed by an underscore. And above and beyond that, we got a beautiful Saturday across the Midwest. Richard,
1: have a good week, everybody.